everyone, I guess you're having a nice day. Welcome to our podcast, Transform. This is Trend. Like, what topic is trending around now? Although the topic of today is not a new topic to everyone in Nigeria, but now you should be thinking about probably bad governance or that or this. But today's topic, we're going to be talking about courtism. It's not a new topic, but right now it is really getting our attention. I'm here with some great personalities that will be discussing on this courtism as a topic. Here is Minister Mautu at Sagame, Mrs. Lovett Okogun, and um, Smart Eminato, also known as Smart Lee. Here is also um, Brother Chris Kendall. Did you hear that? No, I don't think you heard that because the guy is a rapper. Please, your name again. Okay, Chris Kendall. King Chris Kendall, also known as Young Chris. Young Chris. Now, also, we have Lucky Osai. Okay, right now, what is courtism to everyone? I, do we, we actually have a definition to the word yeah. courtism? Okay, I, I think um, courtism is, um, for me, and with my little understanding um, of its um, actual meaning, it's um, a body of people that come together with a particular motive, you know, okay. to um, carry out a particular assignment or to live in a particular way that will help them to stand out from the crowd. You know, look yeah. different, behave different. They have everything. Have slogan, yes, have yeah, they have this thing around them that wherever you, wherever you see them, you know that these people actually belong to this body, and they are benefiting so so and so from this particular body. Yeah. I think that that's what I think. Okay. So, do any of us have another definition to the word courtesy? I think Minister Masu said you know, the thing be added to it is that um, this this group of persons he talked about, I think they are bounded with uh, a whole code yeah. of conduct. Just like we shouldn't do that, we should do this. And since we are one brother, now one brother, we must keep up with certain things like this. So there's a oath. I think there's always an oath present in it that makes that makes us to be bounded together yeah. as a court as a group court group. Yeah. So I think that is part of it. Too. Okay. Well, right now, I think the question that is in everybody's mind is like, why this courtism? What is the essence of this whole court group? Why are they even forming themselves? I think we may have answered that during the um, definition, but why do youths mostly enjoy joining this group as, at all? I think one of, one, one of the reasons is because of what they enjoy from um, dwelling in the group. Um, I, I would like to show us a particular scripture, the very first court that I know I observed in the Bible, where wow. a particular group of people decided that they are going to make sure that they don't eat, they don't sleep, and they made an oath that they are going to kill Paul and kill his ministry. So okay. I think one of the reasons why um, a lot of people or some few persons happen to join that bodies because of the benefits. Um, some enjoy the security benefits which they promise. Some enjoy the financial the benefits. Security, yeah, because okay. they are not actually secured. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the so-called financial benefits. Yes. Yeah. Then the so-called um, 
pride benefit you know you're part of this thing and whenever you're out there there's this you know regard everybody gives to you or fear people give you know express towards you and other stuff so i think that is one of the reasons why people Okay, talking from another aspect or perspective, I would want to say some people get to belong to court, to a particular court because of peer pressure or because of oppression. Not everybody that are in court actually voluntarily get into it or tends to join. They were, some of them were being intimidated, some were being oppressed, that the only option they had is to join a particular court. And the Sohim is also coming down to what Minister Marty said, just for them to be secured and protected. The, the, one of the root cause for that, if we are going to answer that question in depth, is, is a lot of factors. Number one, I will mention the core is, is the family factor. Where there is no um, good family upbringing, the father and the mother are not... Um, taking measures to take care of their children and give attention to their children. What happens is that that child may grow with some challenges and one of it is that he wants to belong to something that will give him relevance. Okay. And that leads me to the second point, which is personal discovery. It's I think so we should okay. um, dwell on that family. You said something about some, some children trying to gain relevance yeah. because of um, this. Um, probably they have pressure at home, mm -hmm. or sometimes some children cannot actually talk to their parents. Exactly. Exactly. So, because when it's talked about um, oppression, if they are oppressing you or the persons are intimidating you, there are persons. There are some certain persons, people that you can trust. You can go up to your parents, talk to them. So I think family factor is actually it's a major, it's also yeah, a yeah. major factor too. You know, there are, there are different different family factors that come in line. Some parents are so busy they don't have time for their children. Okay. But the most thing is not the business is not the problem. The problem is in Proverbs chapter twenty two verse six. It said, "Train up the child." The problem is the training. The, what the problem? The, is the, the is the training. It's either they are not, they are giving training or they are, they are giving the right training or they are giving the wrong training. Now, I'm going to explain that. If they are giving the wrong training, it means they are not giving them time. They don't approve whatever, that, whatever they do. They don't give them assurance of the future. They don't make them see the best of who they are. They don't help them to discover who they really are or what they can do. You know, they don't provide for them everything that they should. Now, when they are not able to provide, they don't give them the hope of the future. See, boy, you can, you know, we are suffering through this, but you are going to be different. You are going to be a light. You're going to, all of that stuff. Now, the training on a positive way is when these parents understand that my child is God's responsibility to me. So I'm going to sit down and train this child in the way he should go. And the way he should go is not my way because my way is what brought me here. And if I'm not satisfied with here, I can't tell my child to be here. So I have to train my child in accordance to the wisdom of God. So it, it, the, the, the power of that statement is that we have experienced or heard testimonies of children that came out from godly families, went to courtism, came out as ministers of God. Because they were trained to go in that particular way. And that way never stopped until they, get, they went back. So there are exceptions, exceptions too. But if the, the, the very foundation, the family, can take it upon themselves to see that their children 
whether matured or immature, are trained in the wisdom of God, are trained according to the word of God. What happens is that some of these enticements to enter into these bodies will not be there. Yeah, they will not be carried away. Yeah. Okay. In the absence of no other factor, because um, no, no, I think no, they are no, dwelling no, no, on no, no, the family. There's still more factors. There's yeah. still a lot to talk yeah, about. Let me talk yeah. about this. Okay. Like most people do involve in court, I mean, because of revenge. Revenge. And brainwashed. Okay. Well, that's mostly like in the entertainment industry. Sometimes to get signed in record label, sometimes you pay in the court. You need to belong in the court. Okay. To join a record label. Like we have several kind of court. We have a gay court too. Yeah. Lesbian court. Understand. So to be mostly maybe like be successful sometimes in the entertainment industry, you must sign up in one of those. Either a gay court, a lesbian court, a normal violent court. I think I think you should read societal challenges. Yes. Yeah. Societal challenges. For time you should be to a big man, before you can belong to a particular group. You have to before you can sign to sign your business or move forward, you have to get to to get to court. Yeah. And they they give you they, they make you feel like you will remain stagnant if you don't belong to them. Well, is that actually true? Now I, I'm going to show something in the book of Psalms, chapter one. You know, um, it's it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. I, I want to answer that question. Is that true? Psalm chapter one says, "Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly." He's not able to walk in the council of the ungodly because he has gotten a training. Not standing in the way of sinners. Now, standing in the way of sinners is not committing sin. If he has been trained by God's word, he has been trained through salvation that he must not be one with unbelievers, he would not stand. He is in this world. He has to relate with the world. But he shines as light even in the midst of the world. So he's not trying to consider doing it. That's standing in the way of sinners. Nor sitting in the seat of the scornful. Why? Because his delight is in the law of God. And in his law, that he meditate day and night. What happens is that he's like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Everybody's got their season. If you eat, see, if we understand life principles, life becomes easy. You plant a um, uh, watermelon. Get watermelon. Now, no, you plant watermelon now. You know that in the next two, three months, you're going to get another watermelon. So you're not in haste. Someone that has found, first of all, Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior, and is constantly dwelling on the Word of God, understand one factor. That as long as I am planting myself in the presence of God and applying the principle of success, and what are the principles of success? He's staying in the law of the Lord day and night. The, the wisdom of God is what causes us to succeed. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. The word of God is what causes us to succeed, not what we know. No, it's never what we know. It's about I succeeded by what God said. Now, um, and he shall be like a tree planted by rivers. So this, this is most profound. Why you said they can't succeed. You know? yeah. First of all, we have understood that everybody's got their season. It's amazing what he said. He said and he said, um, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth a season in his fruit. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he does prosper. 
statement, his leaves shall not wither. It means it's supposed to wither. So when it looks like nothing is working, he knows that something is working because his season has not yet come. Something is working. Something working. is about to happen. Yeah. See, there is there is a leverage that believers have in this world of challenges. God cannot send Jesus Christ just to make you succeed and have money. I mean, so let's that, think about it. So, uh, uh, sorry, sorry to cut it short, but actually, those guys need to understand. As long as I have Christ in me, yeah. I'm going through the process of life. I am going to fulfill God's design for my life. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, and do you know the beautiful thing? God's definition of success is not our definition of success. Yeah. If most youths can understand that, Hallelujah. If most youths can understand that, young people can understand that, they will stop struggling. What's God's definition of success, therefore? If you will do what I command you to do, then you will succeed. That's God's idea. What has He designed us to do? The moment we begin to fulfill that design, we are already succeeding. That's what God's supposed to do. Thank you. So the basic truth there is that whatever you want to do, don't live a competitive life. You think that this is your way of your success. This is what you want to put your mind to do. If even if you don't have um, your like, for example, credits from other people or without them, you cannot you cannot do it. Do whatever you want to do. Just go according to the process of life, and you still fulfill whatever you want. The process of life and the wisdom of God. And the wisdom of God. Thank you, Mr. Matthew, for that. Um, now, do we think uh, there's any benefit at all in courtism? Whoever the society ever benefited from it? Of very, course not. Very of course not. Because what we are seeing now is actually chaos. We are seeing losing losing lives, young, especially young lives. Some persons, even if they have left that life at all, you still find them until them. So the thing is, the basic, the basic truth is that the basic advice for to the youth is not to just join at all. So what is now our advice to the youth? Uh, of course, somebody was talking about um, Family, talking uh, basically, we're talking about um, parents, parental upbringing as major factor. Some of these youth may say, okay, yes, they may give themselves an excuse that because well, because my parents did not take care of me well, or because my, my I lost my dad, I lost my mom, or I, my auntie raised me, I didn't raise, I didn't grow up in my father's house. So I don't think there's any excuse for you to put your life at risk. Excuse me, to come in that aspect. Yes. I don't think it's just because. Of that. Some of these courtes people they are from where they go. Yeah. For example, like you see some of them, especially the one that is sponsoring this group. They are from where they go. Well, Can we talk about them? And it's not okay. just about family issue that yeah. makes them to go into it. Yeah, I just said that yeah. so I talk and correct some parents and you already be having that impression of mm. the fact that so my parents are costing. No. So there's no excuse. Yeah, can okay. I say something quickly? You said there is no benefit. Because somebody might actually be listening to us right now and be like, I'm a courtist, but I've benefited a lot of things. Like, the <laughs> job I just got now, I actually got it as a result of me belonging to a court. Yeah. That connection. Or the, the fame the I got right yeah. now, I actually, I got this fame as a result of belonging to a particular court. But let me tell you something. What is the need of belonging to a particular group and you not having peace? Like, for example, right now in Benin, there is... There's a lot of uh, fights, court violence going on in Benin. You see some of all these court members, 
they run from their houses. If you are free, you don't belong to any court. You don't have any reason to run. To run. You see them walking, they, their mind are okay. not settled. No they are looking left, looking right. No so peace. the benefit you think you're having right now is not actually any benefit. The Bible says there is a way that cements right unto a man, but the end of it is destruction. There was something I actually saw yesterday. There was this guy selling clothes in Benin. I think it happened around Ring Road, Sapley Road. They kid the guy. I don't know if he actually belongs to any court group or it was as a result of stray bullet. You see, that is just an it's just a normal person hustling for his life. Let's say he's not a member of any court group. He was hustling for his own life. But these particular court personalities of people ended up cutting the life of that person short. You can't you, you can't kill someone and expect to live in peace. If you kill someone, you, someone will kill you. Because the Bible says that he who dies by the sword. So it's just normal. So there's no benefit in it, actually. There's and, no benefit. I think I would like to add to that thing. Jesus Christ said that um, if a man uh, gains this whole world, and loses his soul, I mean, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid. Because Jesus Christ was not actually trying to tell us to about just the kingdom of God. He was trying to tell us something more than that. Now, wh wh why, why would he say that? He said that because life is more than what we're seeing now life is more than here there's a point there's a there's a time we're going to die and where we are going to is much more better no it's much more important yes therefore he's trying to tell us that place is more important so therefore follow jesus yes you can do anything in this world and you will succeed no problem you make all the money you can drive all the cars no problem but what's going to happen after you gain all of that and in the most important thing, you lose your soul. Yeah, so right now, you are getting benefits, you're getting appointments and stuff. It's okay, brother. You are supposed to even make money in this world because there's enough money in this world. Yeah, it's yeah, no it problem. The Bible called Mammon the prince of this world. It means if you subject yourself to the principles of making money and to the tricks of, of darkness to get money, you will get money. No problem. But Jesus Christ is trying to show us that there's an ultimate end to our existence. There's a reason why we, we didn't say, I'm going to exist now. Somebody brought us here and somebody's going to take us away. Yes. Now, the most important thing is that after getting all of this, we are going to end. Thank you. Okay. That's the I mean, um, we should ask ourselves. But as was talking about um, peace and freedom, that some of them don't have peace and freedom. Some of them have this peace. They have this freedom. No, yeah, no, 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 I'm not doing this. I'm saying it. Let's hear what you want to say. The person is them because you have the Holy Spirit that we are doing something. You don't, you don't care, you don't mind. The person is they're not scared to die. They just like, I don't have anybody this life. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care who malu for me. So they just so that freedom, that peace, they can. There are some people that are very dogged to that extent. That is not peace. Wait, I'm, that's for you. So what I'm saying. Everyone is scared of death. Even Boko Haram that... See, excuse me. There's in this peace. This peace. It's different it's no from... Peace. It's different from that. That one, you have sold his soul to the devil. That's what I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm, that I'm trying to go somewhere. Because some, some of them are like, nobody they come, come kill me. Nobody get up out. They have, some, some of them have this top position. Whatever I'm trying to say is that, what about other people that they have sent to kill somebody? What about their parents? 
Are they happy? Excuse or if they're if they're happy about their own life, are they happy about people the people most life they take? Excuse me. To, sorry to cut you short. Okay. That person you thought does that you thought they have peace. peace. <laughs> does not have peace. No, you have not been close to them. I know many of them. Especially when they are fighting. You will see somebody will leave his own mansion and come to your one backyard this you see them running into scatter. They'll come and stay with you. They won't beg you, please. Can I stay in your back? They don't have peace. Okay. You understand? You understand? They don't trust themselves at all. They see, don't trust that everybody's there's a story. Twins. Twins. <laughs> as in twins so from the same mother, the same father. They kid one kills your other brother because the other one belongs to a and particular group. Without thinking that it's my blood brother, kid his own brother. Then the other cause of the of the other twin brother, the kid, came to kill the other one. You see, at the end of the day, they lose their life. Some hide even in their house. They will come and they will come and kill them. It's risky to even become a friend to record it yes. because when they come and they don't get that, they will kill, they will kill that person. Okay, so then now there is no peace. Yes, no peace. Like like there is no peace like for the weekend. For the weekend. Yes, <laughs> like for example now, um, when they are joining this group, like what Mr. Matu said, it's like they are taking oaths. Yes, yeah. If you, yes, most yes. films, when you are watching them, you see they are taking blood. Something yes. like blood. That is like they are exchanging their soul to That's the devil. They are taking their life, taking their peace and everything. So that's why you see them. They don't, they don't care if they want to die because the devil has taken their life. There's this thing that the devil lost since when he was thrown down from the heaven. So he wants to, to gather, pe gather people around to, to join him to this air. That's why when you see anybody that say today, the day, I told somebody, I said, the day you join the court, just don't say your name the name of the book of, the the book of death. You are already in hell. Don't just bother. Except maybe God save you, give your life to God. These courtesy people, they don't have peace. They run into scatter, especially when they are fighting. Just one day I was coming from the market. Look at the butchering one guy with cutlass. I could not look at them. They butchered the guy to death because this court is fighting the other court. That one, Nana, he has a future before. Future is coming. So, so the, the, you see, at the end of the day, the fame is looking for, the money is looking the security. for. The security, no money, no black. And again, there's no money. That one is security. They are promising them. Where are they getting the money for? Are they in World they Bank? They, is World Bank people. into this court? Mm -hmm. If you move, look at most of them, they are the one that broke. Yes, when they are broke, exactly. they will come and be busting into people's houses. I'm sorry, they are okay, afraid. Understand? Okay, okay. okay. I think now we are they talking about the, the, the bad things about it. We all yes. know, everybody everybody is about the bad things. So I think we are going to take, so take a quick break now. After we come back, I'm going to discuss the way forward. What is the solution? What is the advice to so those who are already there and those that are intending to join or those that are going to threaten to join? So stay tuned. We'll be back soon.
Welcome back. Now, we're going to be talking about the way forward. We're going to try our best. We don't know it all, but we're going to try our best to give advice to those who are there, yeah, who are there already, and those who are intending to join. I'd like to get an advice for those who are already in court. Yes. Um, there's no how you can leave a court like you want to leave by yourself. Okay. You actually need the help of, of Christ. What the Bible says is that it said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. If anyone, anyone, anyone Anybody can be a courtist, can, can be a Yes. If anyone runs to it, the person will be saved. So the only way you can be saved as a courtist is running to back Jesus. to Jesus Christ, your maker. Acknowledging him as your Lord and Savior. Telling him that I surrender my life to you. That is the only way you can be saved. And the Bible also says that if any man being Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away. It's only God that can make the old in your life be passed away. You can't help yourself. So, that's just me. You look, for example, you see Jesus on the same boy. Just surrender to that same boy. Like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's, so, how do we now run to this That's Jesus? where I'm coming. Okay. I always advise people go and preach the gospel. Show them love. Okay. Show them love. What if they don't see somebody to show them love? Oh, no, and they don't there's nobody the, around. We are, no, no, we so are, I don't know. Um, trying are to get something. We should be the example of Christ to them. Like, go and preach the gospel, meet them, make friends to them. Because somebody lured them into it. Okay. Somebody cannot just wake up and be a courtist. Yeah. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? So you go and meet them, make friends with them. You can connect them to Christ. You connect them to Christ. Make friends. I do not be Christ. equally yoked. And making friends with them. Can we differentiate that? Yes. For example, like, much time. like if you are doing, if you do not be equally yoked in equally different yoked. aspects. Yes. It has it has different aspects. Like as a believer, and you know that you are an evangelist, you are doing the work of God sincerely. God can direct you to that person. Can just direct you to this person. Go and meet this person. Go and win that person. And when you go and meet that person, that person. We come to Christ because these courtist people, both one that is killing and both one that have killed, they have, they have, that is dead now. God is not happy about it. God loved them. That's yes, why I sent Jesus Christ. Everyone. That's why I sent Jesus Christ to come and die for them. So you see, God is not happy with the lifestyle they are living. That's why we are here. So we should go and meet them, show them love, and draw them closer back to Christ. Okay. They cannot come so on their own. So quickly, because of time, thank you, Ma, for the your opinion. I think when they said, when Bible said, I'm not be equally yoked, it's not firm, you have to make friends with them. Because you see them drinking beer, you're not going to start drinking beer along with them. There's no way that way. I think that's what is equally yoked. yoked. So, they don't always drink beer. Sometimes you see them. Drink. I'm just using that as an yeah. example, as an insight. Yeah. Some are just living like normal. They are living well on sleep, normal life. Excuse me, these court people, you don't know them by their face. No, no, no. You don't know them. They can never come to church, they go to church. They go to market everywhere. You can see them everywhere. You don't even know if the next person that is the issue. Almost all the people that you saw today, they might, be, they might even be courtists. But the they don't like it on their change head. Them is true. And some courtists no. don't drink. That's what you don't understand. Yeah. Some courtists don't drink. Some are dead. They don't want to be dead. They are asking that. They don't even know why they are there. Because their friends love them, like I said before. These people can easily be pulled out when you have God. If 
somebody that is under the, the darkness can take them there. You that have light, you have take authority. You can pull them out. I don't know okay. if you understand. Yeah. Yes. So okay, sorry, can I just quickly say something? Okay. Because I think I actually know of someone. I actually know of someone that was was in court. Actually, he gave his life to Christ too, but at the end of the day, they still killed him. Yes. So what I'm saying out there is that you that is a court is that your life is not secure, but you dying in Christ, you dying in Christ, knowing that you've given your life to Christ. Bring it back to what Minister Matthew said that there is a life after now that is more important. If you die in Christ now, the life after now, as in spending eternity with Jesus for you, is secure. Yes. Compare, compare it to you dying without Christ. That's the highest security. So you shouldn't, you, sh you shouldn't be like, if I give my life to Christ, I still go die. It's better you die in Christ than yeah. to die in Christ. Like I said. Anyway, um, if you truly give your life to Christ, God through this, and you have Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, is going to give you wisdom. Yeah. Tell you steps you're going to take yes. to avoid death. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's true. Possibly, the more you give your life to Christ, if I was a courtesan and uh, I had an encounter with God, the wisdom will tell me, yes. leave this place and start a new life somewhere else. Exactly. Are you hearing me? So you're talking about you know I had to counter that so that people would not think when they give their life to Christ that yeah, 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 no, no, I'm different. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you would give your life to Christ, the Holy Spirit will direct you. Rather you truly give your life to give your life to Christ. So you will direct you and tell you this is what you should do, this is what you should not do. Are you getting me? Yeah. You can't think you're giving your life to Christ. You see, parabolate around the environment, yes. trying to stick to keep the same old friends, old friends you should keep the kind of life. So you will always direct you that. And another thing, okay, if you give your life to Christ, you give your whole heart to God. The Holy Spirit will always direct your step. Yeah. And two, let me say our best. Even as a courtist, it's better you give your life to Christ. Because if you give, if you don't give your life to Christ, you will die. That will put quickly the death. You understand? Yes, to quicken the death. Then it's better for you to give your life to Christ wholeheartedly. Because one, if you like me. When you give your life to Christ, you enjoy divine direction. God will always direct you. That person that you said he lost his life, I don't think that person sincerely gave his life to God. Because if that person sincerely gave his life to Christ, I don't think that person would have died. Check, go deep into the details of that person. Maybe today, there are some people, pastor used to say, today you give your life to Christ, today tomorrow you collect it back. Especially maybe that person still have one girlfriend behind us. You understand? You can't give your life to Christ and still be living that old life. You give your life to Christ and you start living the life of Christ. You don't just give your life to Christ. You live the life of Christ. Okay, can I say something quickly? Because, okay, let me quickly say something. There are some, uh, there are some, I'm not saying that if you give your life to Christ, you won't be saved. Like I said, not all we have the chance to live again. So we still have to die. Okay, for example, you see people, you see, you see, you see people, you see people that go out to preach in the northern side to all these Boko Haram people. I think their life is at risk. Not, see, not all of them come back alive. A lot of believers, we have to like, a lot of believers even end up dying in the process. Not to talk of you that, you that was once a courtist. 
and you've done a lot of bad things, you killed a lot of bad things, God may actually save your soul and give you a second chance to live again. But in some cases, you have to face the consequence. It's just it's just the normal process of life. Okay. No, you said something like no, I want to add to it. You said something like the consequences. You can't give your life to Christ and still face the consequences. You can't do that. Okay? When you have given your life to Christ, he said, if anyone be in Christ, like he said, yeah. all things have passed away and all things have become that person is already living a new life. He has Christ has taken his old life, and Christ is not living the life of Christ. That's why I said something like, that's why I said something like, um, um, you can't say uh, you give your life to Christ. Except he's done this Christ I'm serving, that I'm enjoying, you understand? <laughs> he will always direct and guide you. Yes. He has already taken the place of that, even that blood, that those, those blood that is on that person's name, the blood of Jesus Christ has washed them away. Oh, so that person is another person. Even if those people are they coming, you will not see that, that guy. They will see Christ. Because the mark of Christ is already written on the face of that guy. So that's why I'm still doubting of that person that you said he gave his life to Christ and they still killed him. They should that's just no, go yeah, to yeah, that's that's true. Sure, that's anyway, true. I, I will not dispute the person's salvation because I don't have the power yes. to say that. But I have an advice for incoming students. I want to they should, there's something they must watch out. And those things are, we'll be talking about light and darkness ever since. And darkness knows light, light knows darkness. If a cultist sees a, someone that is in light, it won't disturb that person. Exactly. So if you are a student that is entering the university, high institution, if, even though you are a non-cultist and you, you've not accepted Christ, as the Lord and Savior, there's high possibility that you either be forced or you either be lured, one way or other, you become a cultist because of your lifestyle. Because your lifestyle will attract the both of you are you are in darkness, they are in darkness. You know that one be one darkness is more thicker than the other one. Exactly. So you find a way to make sure that but when you are full of God. They will even know that pastor, ah, that man a pastor, don't go near him. Pastor, pastor, pray I know when you are doing your magical, those days when, when I was in school, you are doing your magical in school, you see uh, ministers of God, those days, I remember my hundred level, they come to a uh, male auditorium, they try to say how they can win souls. That's how certain court groups they come to a male auditorium yes. to say how they can win souls for their court activities. Yes. They meet up with certain persons just to make friends, you wouldn't know what's happening. So what I'm trying to say is that, and those way because they have they have the spirit of the of the devil, which is which is demons and all sorts of kind of spirits, they are able to know who to speak to. Because when they see this someone that is well dressed and the way so the way the person is the person's uh, composition, posture, they know that this person is unusual. So they'll be careful with that person. So I'm saying this because personal as a person as an as an undergraduate some many years ago. Because I didn't, I didn't embrace Christ on time, I didn't know God, I had challenges. Even though I said I want to become a cultist, cult people were always on my neck. Because they, they felt, of course, they see, they've seen the lights. There's something they've seen that they know God placed in you, but they want to use it yes. for their demonic soul. So if you're not smart enough, or of course you won't know, it will, you'll fall victims and it's finished. So 
I'll tell every upcoming or incoming undergraduate student should give their life to Christ. Very, very important. Sincerely. If they don't, that's the only way they can say, I will not become a cultist. Because if they say by your will, it may be forced. You, you will be forced one way or the other. Okay, now I'm going to allow Mrs. Okulove to go on to give advice to parents. Yeah, that's why I love what he said. Like, I'm advising the parents, like, train up a child the way they should grow. This courtesy does not just start from the higher institution. Most so of them, even after graduating, not even graduating, after graduating. I'm talking of primary school children. I'm talking of primary school children. Exactly. Like one school I took my children there. There's this school my children was going to, like this Christian school. So I was like, this thing, let me just take them to another higher because we want interior. Like we went to this school, fancy school. When I went to their party, like I saw these packages, they already think, teaching them worldly things in their, Christ, yeah, their Christmas party. Even the Christmas party we went there. I didn't even hear something like Christian music. We were just playing this worldly music, they'll bring package, package with dance. And so parents were just coming out and I was praying the children. They are, these children are dancing worldly song. And you are spraying them. And to, on Sunday, you will take them to church. You take these same children to church. So I have to like. Man, they put my son in his class side before because my son know that I don't like that kind of thing. So I was like, when they were not dancing, like Jesus, I hold my head. Look at the kind of music that they go go something go go the go go. I was like, shit, that my son now came to talk with mommy. That's why I left the group. I know you will not like it. I removed my children immediately from that school, and I not take them back to the former school where they were teaching them godly. Yeah, discipline. There are some parents they want to they don't care what they are doing in the school. Yeah, because this school is the school that is raining, they want their children to be there. They don't care what they are inviting their children. Let's check the kind of school our children are going to right from especially when they are small. Check their friends. Check their friends. To their secondary school, they say, be their friends. First of all, be their friend to know their friend. When you are your children's best friend, you will know their friends. You cannot be their best friend and say you want to know their friend. No, no, no. You understand? Your best friend is yeah. your, your pa. You understand? You put a pa. When you write from this, like my son now, we are pa. He's close to me more, more than he tells me everything. You understand? So I always flow with him. So I want to be his pa for me to know his friend. And to teach them godly ways. How to communicate with the word of God, let them know the word of God, show them the way of Christ, let them have the fear of God, let them know that this is wrong and this is right. For example, like Pastor used to say, some children will bring pencil to her home. You, their parents, will not even bother to ask, where is this pencil coming from? Tomorrow you are telling me that your children, they are in court. When they were bringing this small courtesy have started already. Yes. That's silly courtesy. You understand? <laughs> you know who bother to ask them, where is this pencil coming from? You just, okay, doesn't mean. You understand? Yeah. So we should be conscious of all these things. And especially in this parental intercession, like our pastor is to, anytime they are doing this uh, program, I'm always happy because it helps our children. Let's pray for our children always. Especially when their, your children is going to school. Pray even for if, them. Even if you trust them. Even if you trust them, pray for them. You don't know, you understand? Tell them God to guide them and always make them to pray. So children don't even know how to pray. They yes. wake up, they don't know how to pray. My mom will pray for me. My mom will pray for me. Let this children. The one that was too strong, I saw my children. They were praying for me already. Because I've already pointed them that God is the only way, the truth and the life. So they know that this God is the only God that will help them. Even in this word that we are talking about, in this, the word comes from God. He said, he said, seek it first, the kingdom of God. Every other thing shall be added. So you see that this word and everything is coming from God, genuinely. 
So what I'm saying, I'm advising parents, please, connect your children to Christ. We are only the caretaker here. You understand? He already knows the end of the, and the beginning of that child. God brought this child to us. This child is God's, these children are God's product. God knows the product of your children more than, you don't even know your, your children's product. So why don't you just dedicate these children to God? Let them know that, let them be conscious that God is all that they need, even in school and everything. Okay, we have been blessed today from all the different contributions so far. I would like us to close at this point with two words. Um, first of all, if you are successful, you are advanced, you are listening to this podcast, and you know that you are actually in a particular um, cult that may not be as rough as the ones on the street, I want you to remember that God still loves you, He loves your soul. And he said, if you will gain the whole world and lose your soul, it is foolishness. So the best thing is to offer your life as a living sacrifice to Christ. So I want to pray for everyone that wants to give their life to Christ. Right now you're listening to me and possibly you found yourself in a group, in a court that you never planned to join. I want you to know that God loves you. The Bible said in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 4 that before you were born, he already knew you and he already ordained you. Right now, I want to pray for you. Just say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I thank you for the privilege to listen to this today. I offer myself as a living sacrifice to you. I confess you today as Lord and Savior. Forgive me all my wrongs. I want to serve you. I want a change in my life. Come into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you. Thank you for staying with us. Have a blessed week. God bless you. Okay, if you want to follow us online, if you want to stream online with us, you can stream online with us at MOP account. You can also call the numbers there. If you are this and you want somebody, if you need advice, you want somebody to talk to, you can call the numbers there. You can also come to Mr. Perfection Church at Ekewan, Vinny City.